What's up, everybody? Hey, welcome over here. Uh, I am Dale Maxwell. This is John Mayhew. Uh, this is another chat on all things that kick ass. This is part of our investigation into kick assery. And the more I talk about kick assery, the more I love it. It's been so much fun. I've had some phenomenal conversations. And coming the first of the year, I'm going to get a lot more scheduled with these. Right now, I'm just trying to cram as many of these in as we can before the Christmas break. John, I've known John. John, how long have we known each other? Years, years, years. I, when did we meet? What year was it, do you think? If we had to think of a year back. 2008 or not? Nine? That sounds about right. Oh, nine? Because you were still in Lawton. Mm-hmm. Correct. And yeah, probably... Yeah, probably 09-ish. So coming on 10 years. Yeah, 08, 09, somewhere in there. Because it wasn't too long after we moved to, to Lawton that right. we met. So who are you, John? Who are you? Where are you at? What do you do? How how are you this the the, the crazy awesome person you are? Well, I'll, I'll tell you, it's funny that you asked that. You know, a while back I was updating Facebook, and it gives you just about – I don't know, four or five words that you can put in there to describe yourself, and at least this was a while back. So I thought, well, I don't know, I'd say father, entrepreneur, mortgage expert, husband, Christian. Uh, If I had to just pop in words, who am I? You know, I've I've never really thought or been asked that except for when I had to fill that in, and it made me me think a little deeper, I guess. You know, I'm like, I have to answer this in five words. I can talk about this for a while. (laughs) Absolutely. All right, so where, where are you right now? Where do you live? So I live in Edmond with my wife and boy, and we have a, a, a little uh, Tex cat, so a cat that we, we call Tex. Uh, so it's the four of us. Um, but yeah, Edmond, Oklahoma. Nice, nice. And you're an Oklahoma boy through and through. Yep, born and, ra- born and raised, yep. Yep, yep. A lot in Oklahoma, Fort Sill. Man, I, <laughs> so that was a shocker for me. So reason we moved a lot in Oklahoma was once again I'm an army wife so followed my wife that was her first duty station and I get there I'm like I'm going to take this business over I was doing body language at the time that was I mean you want to talk about full circle John you know you, us yeah. talking right now about the reason I came into the community to to what we're talking about today and I was like this, this we're going to do this I'm going to make a difference and we're going to do this yeah I got a lot of crickets <laughs> and yeah. it was it's so it's so interesting to me brother how business is conducted so differently in different communities and i didn't realize that until i moved from idaho where i had spent 11 years going to college and building business and building connections and moving to lawton and how business was done so differently and I'm not right. saying one rate's right and one way's wrong. It was just, sure. dude, I was out of my depth. I was so freaking, I was like, what the hell do I do? You know? And um, that's when we started or got, how I got involved was BNI. Right. That's where we met. And well, of course, that, yeah. that's, a, that's a story for another day. But <laughs> Networking <laughs> organization for those yep. that don't know what it is. But, and what, you know, I got to know you. And, and we became good friends. And it was one of those things that I got to see your massive value that you could take out there to everybody. And it would like you talked about crickets. 
It was just a matter of getting that and getting in front of the right people so you could provide that value to them. It's, it's like, hey, you don't know what you're missing, you know, but you don't know what you don't know. So it's a matter of exactly. trying to bridge that gap, I think. So. Absolutely. And, and that's, especially because we were both so young in business, you know, um, you had been out of college, what, four years, three, four years by that yeah, time? I, let's see. I got in the business in 04, so in 08, I was only in four years, but I was doing it while I was in college. So yeah. I graduated college in 06. So yeah, you're right. I was still real fresh, even though I've been doing the business. I had uh, kind of been doing everything from A to Z. You know, you hear the, the, the term peon, I guess. Yep. You know, I, I did everything grunt work wise, but it allowed me to learn a lot of it too. So you're right. We were, we were both real fresh. You know, and, and the thing that oppressed the crap out of me, man, was the way you conducted yourself and the way you talked about your industry. And now granted you had a leg up because your dad was, you know, is, was huge in the industry as a realtor and investor and all those things. Right. So of course you cheated because you had that <laughs> knowledge growing up, which elevated you so much quicker. And so when I first met you and I found out how young you were, I was like, "Horse oh, shit, there's no way there's, this kid's got this stuff figured out and you are already very successful and doing very well for yourself. You already own several homes and you're renting homes and you know, you're doing all these things. And it was impressive to me to see that in such a young guy. I'm not saying I'm that much older than you, but it was, it was great to see that. And, yeah. and you're probably a lot wiser than me at the time. <laughs> Maybe not older, but <laughs> Well, well, eh, I, I'll take it. I, I appreciate that. You know, I don't know about wiser, but I, I sure as the heck had a, a bigger mouth than probably I should have had, you know, because <laughs> I, I have a bad habit of not keeping my mouth shut. But on that note, though, one of the things I really appreciated was, you know, we would sit at your house till two o'clock in the morning and just just talk. Oh, yeah. And just run through stuff and, and go over scenarios and dream and scheme and, you know, and all that stuff. And, you know, there was, there's you and Sebastian. I mean, dude, I, I miss that dude so much, you know, and well, yeah, I, haven't talked what, to ages. I haven't talked to him either. I did a little bit of Facebook stalking a couple of years back and it seemed like he was doing okay, but you know, it was just a great time to, sit back and do those things and just dream and, and learn and, you know, do all those things. And, and it was great because there were so many of us so like-minded that weren't saying, well, probably not. We were saying, why not? Right. Right. So, so tell me, where are you at now in your business? You're still a mortgage guy. So between the time we were hanging out then and you were, you still had a couple of years under your belt, but right. what has taken you, taken you from there and where are you at now? Good question. So <clears throat> I'm very blessed. And before I guess to go to the mortgage side, you spoke of uh, kind of my background and past or all that. And I think maybe I got that accelerated start simply because of mentors, the right mm -hmm. people that, you know, they say God gives us uh, two ears and one mouth. And you and I both are extroverts. So let's just talk about it and then figure it out. We're like, speaking of, you know, as we talked, I got married this year. My wife's an introvert. She's like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Let, let me think on this. And then you come back after a while. There you um, go. But I think what I, what I say in doing that is 
um, being able to listen and having the right people in my life that uh, wanted to love on me, whether that be uh, somebody that was in the industry that I first went into and, and got my job in the business, you know, that offered, I was buying my first house and said, well, why don't you just come on? Why don't, why don't you uh, get in the mortgage business? And that's really kind of how it started um, to, like you mentioned, my dad that taught me a lot of old school fundamentals of you do the right thing, the money will always come. You know, just old school, just quality things. He turns 80, by the way, in January. No way. That's awesome. Yes way. And so, uh, but fast forwarding, as far as the mortgage side, uh, my main office is in Yukon, which is right off of I-40, major highway, and the Kilpatrick Turnpike. So real easy access. Uh, Very blessed now. I have a a full operational team. So I have somebody, everything's in office. We don't have to send things out to Jacksonville or Dallas, Texas, or anything. Center it is, and so I can walk down the hallway right here, um, and we may see somebody pop into my office here. I didn't put any note on my door or anything, but um, and sit down and talk to that underwriter or that processor or the owner of my entire organization. And so um, it's it's a really good spot. I've got a lot of great partners, which I owe it all to. My business is one hundred percent word of mouth referral. And when I say partner, I mean my, my realtor partners and builder partners. If, if you guys are listening, I love you guys. Thank you. It's because of you that I get to do what I do. And so um, that, that's kind of where I am now, you know, fast forwarding to that, uh, just working by referral and, and assisting my, my partners to help people get into homes. You know, I, I help them finance it. And if they can't qualify, let's find out why. And let's work with them to get them to the point as to when they can qualify. And uh, that's even a bigger piece of it because people get turned away so much of the time. And, and they come to me and they say, well, I talked to so-and-so and I have, excuse me, I have no idea as to why I can't qualify. And that, that's hard for them. They weren't yeah. enlightened. And so hopefully that answers kind of a little bit. No, and, and I love it, man. So let's, let's go down that road just a touch. You know, one of the things that my life is going full circle on is, you know, I started a body language communication company years and years ago. I brought it to Oklahoma there and it, it fell on its face. And whether it was a timing thing, whether it's a community thing, whether I, it, it whatever doesn't matter, you know, fast right. forward now, uh, 10, 12 years later, uh, eight, nine years later, now it's finally time to, to just get it going again. So, what I love about communication, and you're in the sales industry, you're in the communication industry, whether whether we understand it or not, whenever we're selling product, whenever we're taking care of people, whenever we're giving service and customers and the whole nine yards, you run into situations all the time. Well, maybe not all the time, but I know you run into situations where there's there's times where you're just like, why is this person not understanding what I'm saying? Or why, what's, what's the communication gap going here? And in your industry, that's everybody being on the same page is paramount for the success of the deal, period. There is, there is no discussion. That is it. So how do you, how do you bridge that gap? You know, there's education gaps, there's income gaps, there's societal gaps. You work with all, all kinds of people. So how do you bridge that gap? How do you talk to people and not at people? That's a, a great question. Great question. And you made me th- think something else about your body language that I actually use in my business. You have to bring me back to that. But how, how I bridge that gap is we have to understand. Let's say I'm a neurosurgeon and they're going to talk in terminologies to you or I. We're going to go glass eye. We're not going to have a clue. 
Right. Like, what are you talking about? You're talking French as far as I'm concerned. Um, and so it, it, I think the, the easiest way to put that into one sentence is bring it back to basics. Bring it back to the fundamentals. Um, everybody's going to think on things differently. So if I'm talking to a first-time home buyer, I might speak a little differently than what I would to to somebody buying their 500th home, you know, mm-hmm. as an investor. The conversation's going to be a little bit different. And so I have to understand of who I'm, I'm talking to and kind of gauge that to where uh, that needs to be best fit. But also, um, bringing it to the basics would be number one. Number two, asking a lot of questions. Uh, nobody wants to sit and hear me talk the whole time. And so um, when, when the conversation starts, instead of me just flowing into that, I may say, well, tell me about what you're looking to do and just letting them go into it. Um, and that may stem on to another subject to really questions and curiosities that maybe the realtor should be answering, but it allows me to reel that back in and say, that's wonderful, Mr. and Mrs. Home Buyer. Those questions are really going to be directed to Mr. and Mrs. Realtor that you're working with. Um, with that being said, here's kind of what I specialize in, you know, what does that look like for you? And, and so um, I would say trying to make it as simple because me talking in my, my terminology all day mm-hmm. long is not going to help them at all. Right. So just having a real conversation, be, keeping it very casual on that aspect to where they don't feel it's so formalized um, that they can't ask questions and then prompting them to answer by, by asking them questions. And they'll, they'll so, tell you everything you need to know through questions. Absolutely. So would you consider that that's the process of building that relationship? I mean, do you feel that, you are in the mortgage business or are you in the relationship building business? <laughs> Probably the relationship building business with a touch of financing to help them buy <laughs> You brought up a good point. I may have somebody that'll come into the office and they're, you know, they're what's, what's this guy I want to talk about here? What's going on? And this goes into what you, you're saying. And so right. it's breaking that. Well, let's talk about what's your rate. I just want to know your interest rate. Well, there's a lot that goes into that compared to, breaking that out and let's have a conversation and find out what's going to be best for you. And then you see that go to maybe at least it goes from the grumpy face to the okay face. And then maybe they finally loosen up and they set their hands down or, and that goes to, I'm like, Dale Maxwell 101. Thanks brother for helping me through this. <laughs> and so <laughs> that's helped me a lot over the years. I use that in my business. Well, and it just gives you the opportunity to engage them at that moment and to understand, you know, I, I just had a conversation earlier today with a young lady and, you know, there's a certain point where we just have to recognize that person's chosen not to listen. You know, the, it's done. We're, we're finished. Let's let's call it quits and move on and, and do something else or right. being able to recognize that, OK, they're coming in, they're closed off, they're this, they're that, they're whatever. And. One of the things that I've always respected about you, even before you had these tools, is your ability to build relationships. You know, you're you're ridiculously intelligent. You know your stuff inside and out. But the beauty of it was, was that you have this intuition to know when to talk about the nuts and bolts and when to just shoot the shit, basically. Right. You know, and that's one of the things that you know, maybe your dad was part of that. Maybe your mentors were part of that. I I don't know. But that's one of the things that I I always respected a lot about you. Thank you. I appreciate that. Well, it is what it is, man. (laughs) So, but yeah. Okay. So you said you wanted to to come full circle back on uh, body language. Was that the the crossed up? Yeah. 
Well, part of, I mean, to the aspect of, um, I don't even bring this back to some of the fundamentals that I learned from you of a handshake, whether, mm-hmm. you know, I don't remember the names of things you termed them, whether it be a soggy handshake or a, you know, let's do a Donald Trump, I'm going to grab your hand and pull you right over my face or, you know, whatever it may look like to how to do that properly and, and what kind of impression you're trying to give. So um, when I'm out there talking to somebody and I know who I'm talking to, of maybe how to interact with them and how to stand or even feet placement, you know, that's something mm-hmm. I learned. If I'm, if I'm over here and you and I are talking and I'm more engaged here compared to at least if we have somebody else enter the conversation our feet placed her together and we're almost making that circle to uh, I, what I guess I want to get to is all of those things I have taken into my brain and stored them somewhere. And luckily they still come out maybe over practice. Now it's natural Yeah. Um, to uh, if somebody's sitting across the desk from me and we're having a conversation of uh, whether they're, they're laid back and maybe doing some mirror te- tactics Mm-hmm. Um, of the casual or whether they're very attentive and, you know, they're up close on the desk. And so it's just, it's helped me to understand maybe some of where they're coming from by looking at those actions, whether, you know, it's, it's in a crowd and they're closed off and they're not interested really to talk to me or whether I need to break a barrier to go through or, um, and I, I, I would, if you ever do a class again, I'm in, I want to go again. <laughs> I, I, I'm probably really rusty. And it, it, it was just really helpful to me as a businessman and not just as a businessman, but you could look at that as maybe that even helped me to meet my wife for the first time of understanding the body language that she was giving off to me. So it probably has translated into so many more benefiting factors than just business per se mm-hmm. for me. Um, and a lot of people don't know how big that is of what the body is telling you of what somebody else is going from it or maybe even more importantly, what your body language is giving mm-hmm. off to somebody else that we don't see ourselves, you know, and uh, what does that look like? Maybe we're turning somebody off by the way that we have or, or the way that uh, way that we're presenting ourselves, you know? So that's what I wanted to come back to is, um, you know, I would love if you have classes or those kind of things, I, I'm, I, I want to be back involved and I want to invite more people to it because it's added a lot of value for me. Well, and brother, I appreciate that, man. And, and I'm, I'm blushing just a little bit. There's, you touched on something that's very, very important in any, any relationship building and in business, our personal lives, our kids, our, our cousins, the, the, the friend down the street, it's relationship, you know, and my buddy Juan's on here listening. What's up, brother? Is, you know, when it comes to sales, whether we're, we're selling our product, whether we're selling that we want to go have dinner somewhere to our wife, sales is sales. We're selling ourselves every single day of the year, and it's about re- building relationships. And it's the intent versus perception, intention and perception. You, you touched on it so well, is that I may be wanting to yeah. be saying this, but you know what? I'm having a really crap day. And I've got way too many things going on up here. So I'm, I'm trying to be as open as I can. And I really want to tell you what's going on. And here's my pitch. And here's what I want to do. But am I coming across authentic? And am, am, am I really interested in what's going on at the moment? No, I'm not. You know, so you have to be introspective. You have to be for us to be able to say, okay, I'm open. I'm present. I'm here. Right. So that I can build this relationship, whether it's this amount of time that we have or it's a long term thing so that I know 
then I'm here for you, period. Right. That's what it's all about. And I got to give kudos to my buddy Juan that's on here. You would love Juan, man. You'd love him. He is oh, cool. such I'm a good him. conversationalist. He really is. He has this ability to connect with people so quickly and he has the balls to put himself out there at, in, at any time. And I've watched him do it a dozen times. We'll be walking down the street and we'll help. Case in point, this is a true story. Walking down the street, we're going to lunch and a lady's loading lamps into her car. So we stop and help her. You know, we just, she was struggling. So we helped her out. One struck up this conversation. We found out all of these things and she's having such a bad day. And he was able to bring light to her day. He built that relationship with her so quickly that she left in a better place than she was before we got there. And it's all because of this dude, right? And that's just that ability to recognize and to respond openly and, and genuinely, right? Um, sorry, brother, I love you, man. So that's something also, John, that, that you're super good at too, man, is that I, I watch you and you're able to connect with people and and you know now that that you're all fuzzy you're, you're less intimidating you know right. um and anyway i can go on and on and 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 oh yeah and here she actually gave juan those lamps oh <laughs> cool. very cool so uh real quick man and i know you have you only have a certain amount of time with us here today you, you touched on something that um no announcements yet, but yes, I am going to start doing a lot more classes and I'm, I'm going to be doing a lot more on this medium where since, you know, you and I live halfway across the country, what's really cool is now I can be providing this content to a lot more people. That's scary as all get out. Um, it really is. It's it. And maybe I'm the only one that has this issue, but it's easy for me to sit in front of a class of 10, 15, 20, 100 people and do my thing. Whereas when we do it on this, now it's out there for everybody. You know, it's no longer a controlled environment. And I'm excited. I'm scared as hell. <laughs> but this is going to be good, man. I'm excited for it. It'll let you reach a lot more masses. With that being said, it it'll let you reach a lot more masses. So it kind of, it's a positive and a negative, you know, it's like, Oh my gosh, I had eye boogers the whole time and no one even told me, you know, yeah, <laughs> and yeah. that's on film that everybody's going to watch. But, but yeah. Yeah. So let me ask you, and, and, and um, I don't want this to be about me. So where, where are you going next? What's next in your business? What, what's your next step? How are you, going from the the sexy man to the the god figure uh man uh i would say let's let's take just in as short-term goals would be building up a bigger base for my front end team okay. um with the amount that i have uh in i want to look at another assistant i want to look at front end support so that that would be really to be able to take my my business from x and be able to double it to Z or trip or quadruple or whatever that may be. So that would, would kind of be the next step as nice. far as looking at just building that front end team. Nice. So here's where We've I want this in line. The support's all there. So it's right. a matter of just now doing the front end thing. So. Right. Okay. So here's my lead in. That was a lead in to, to where I was going with this is 
then how do you train your people? How do you take what makes John amazing and duplicate that? Because so many of us, and I'm, as a, I'm, I'm a great example of this, is that so many times we've tried to build teams or we've brought people on, but we haven't duplicated ourselves and taken what we've learned, what, what's made us amazing and not given that to other people. How do you do that process? Well, I think part of it is, and I've learned a lot over the years, and, and this is still going to be, I think, a learning curve for me and my new goals to where I've had multiple team members that I've placed inside of a real estate office to, to help me in originating loans for, for business and had somebody in a different town for me uh, to help with that area that I no longer live in, per se. Um, with that being said, it's, it's never really worked efficiently because people are like, well, I want to work with John. I don't want to work with Sally right. Sue or Jim Smith. And so through that, that process, what I've found is I still need to be that person that is meeting with my partners and meeting with my clients. So when I say front-end support, I'm not going to necessarily be duplicating myself, but duplicating my administration help to be okay. uh, with uh, follow-ups, to be helping with uh, paperwork. And so more of that assistant um you know, production assistant or uh, loan partner or whatever you want to call it as far as terminology, but uh, to allow me, you know, Dale, there's probably maybe, a, let's say, 100 duties that I do as a loan officer, right? Yep. Well, I'm probably amazing at three of them, you know, and so what I want to narrow that funnel down into is to where I can focus on those three and hire the 97 other out. And that's my, my partners are going to appreciate that. My clients are going to appreciate that. It's just going to make me that much stronger of a value that the Mayhew mortgage team will be able to bring to them. Um, so over time and study and those kind of things, I've learned that um, I don't need to be duplicating myself out there. So there's five or six Johns out there trying to meet with people and doing things. John just needs to funnel in to do those, those specialty things that John does well and have other people hired on that can help with that. And that's just being very candid about it. You know, dude, I love that, that you went there. Cause I was kind of going there anyway, is we all are amazing at something, right? We are all amazing at something. And unfortunately, and, and once again, I'm preaching from the pulpit. Unfortunately, we try to fix the crap we suck at. And there's no fixing Dale's suck. I, th there isn't. I've tried. It, it's not going to happen. And I'm still struggling with and I'm still trying to find out what I am really good at. I am so freaking excited that you have identified what John kicks ass at. Yeah. So tell me, what are those few things that John, you know that you know that you kick ass at? Right. Well, you, before I go into that, what you said about focusing on your strength. I don't know if you've ever done strength finders. Mm -hmm. You've heard of that? Okay. Mm -hmm. Awesome. So Rhonda, if you're out there and you're listening to this, is kudos to you. Um, I went through that and I did my strength finders because you just hit on something very important for our viewers out there. Um, focus on your strengths, maximize those because those weaknesses are a lot more challenging and it's really depressing to focus on those yep. if, if we're going to go there. So what, what I do a really good job with is getting out there, making connections, with those referral sources, those realtors, those builders, and showing the value that we already have and just educating them on what they don't know. You don't know what you don't know. And so they don't know necessarily if they don't work with us, 
the value that we can bring to close their clients at a quicker rate, to offer a less expensive of an interest rate, less than cost. Um, and so that's, that's where I'm going to be my best is in bringing that. And also that, that first initial time with our client. So FaceTime and building the relationship. So yep. you are the relationship builder and the educator. Is that kind of way I'm right. understanding it? The deal. Yep. We would so, say like enclosed sale, like adding that to it. Right. Okay. And then everything else, all the support piece, then you say, here are the professionals. Here are the people who are insanely good at this piece. This is their job. They are going to take that part so that we know for a fact every base is covered. Everything is good. And every step along the way, like you said at the beginning of this, you have your partners and you have your staff and you have everyone so that every piece of the puzzle that has to come together for this. In, I mean, let's be honest. To buy a house, there are so many steps and pieces and, and moving parts. and It's just crazy. So that's awesome that you have established that. And I think the other thing, and, and we'll leave it with this, man. I think the, uh, one of the other things that's really hard for a lot of us is I'll speak for myself. I'll speak for myself okay. is that part of the reason that I have struggled for so long to accept that I'm only good at one, two, three, maybe three things is I guess maybe it's a little arrogance um, uh, uh, is that I can do everything. You know, I'm an old farm kid. I'm an old ranch kid. We had to do everything, you right. know. And so growing up in that environment, it wasn't that, well, you know, I kind of suck at welding, so I'm not going to do it. No. If something broke, you went and welded it. And if it looked like crap, oh, well, you welded it again, you know. That's right. Yeah. So it's hard for me, and I, and, and I know I'm not the only one out there. It's hard for me to say I am not good at these things because that pricks our yeah. pride. You know, that, that, that pricks our arrogance and to say, I'm letting go. Of well, that's hard to do right there. That, 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 that letting go, that's hard to do. So how did you do that? How did you go from, I am all that there is. I am the one-stop shop to being able to let that go. Uh, and I haven't necessarily, let's say, let that go because I don't have those new <laughs> team. That's my 2018 people okay. that I want to bring in. Awesome. Um, I would say coaching, um, deeper, I guess, analysis into who John is and understanding that, uh, deeper viewing and understanding and what my business dynamic is because I'm able to do very well and produce a good amount of business. But if I can offer my value at a larger level, don't I owe that to right. other people in society and to my partners? And don't I owe that to myself and my family? Yep. And so in order for me to step up to that next level of business that I know I can do, John can't do everything. John's got to do what John's good at and then let all those other things go. So in comparison to John doing everything right now and producing at this level and being able to help this many families in their homes, well, if I take those 100 activities and then I go to three activities, you can see it probably how it can, that could easily be a 10x in my yeah. business or a 5x in my business, not, not just a double because I'm going from 100 things to three things. Right. And so... You know, that, that's kind of, I guess, that realization has happened. And so now I know I want to go there because I know what that will allow me to, to do and how many more people it allow me to help. Yeah, you know? absolutely. And you touched on something, and I keep saying this at the end, but we keep having amazing ideas here. 
you touched on something that um, was was phenomenal to me is that we all have a part of us that we say to ourselves, I'm 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 amazing, <laughs> right? I'm I'm great. You know, but our self-confidence issues and in the in the stupid things that go in our heads keep squashing that down. But here's something, a, a business philosophy that I saw a while ago that was phenomenal to me was that it's my responsibility as a business person with what I am amazing at, not going out and peddling, you know, peddling anything and everything, but whatever I'm amazing at, whatever I'm great at, it is my responsibility to share that with the world. It's my responsibility to take that and multiply it. Right. And what you do, of course, is, is so imperative to growing families and growing economy and growing businesses. So yes, you're, I I love that you said it that way, brother. I love it. So we're going to roll because you got better things to do. You got to go take, you know, fix all the problems of the world. And talking to the famous Dylan Maxwell. No way. What? I what? said better things than talking to the famous Dale Maxwell. Well, yeah, I don't know about I don't know about famous, but I, I I'm as good of a bullshitter as anyone around. So you know we we could go there. But brother, this is not going to be the last chat. If if you're willing, uh, after the first year, let's sit down, let's schedule out because I'd like to to talk more more business, and I'd love I, I'm I've actually been asked to do some talks on on communication ethics, conversation ethics. You know, business, not business entity ethics, but more of of and not even ethics. That's the wrong term. Um, My brain just went soft. Um, Basically, courtesy and how to be cordial in business specifically, because it seems like this pendulum's kind of swinging the other way where we're getting a lot more hard nosed, like lick it and stick it sales mentality coming back into the workforce. And um, so I'd love to have uh, another conversation skewed more that direction. Does that sound good? Absolutely. I'd I'd be honored to be on. All right, man. All right, brother. I appreciate you. Just keep, keep rocking your world. Congratulations on your marriage, man. I'm super proud of you. I really am. And I brag on you all the time. People start talking. I'm like, yeah, well, you know, this mortgage guy I know back in Oklahoma, he's killing it, you know, so just keep killing it, man. I appreciate it, man. Thanks for having me on, buddy. I miss you. Love I you. miss you appreciate too, man. It. Miss you too, brother. Love you tons. And uh, everybody, I'm building a YouTube channel around this as well. So I'm, I'm populating all of these chats on the YouTube channel. Once I get it up to where I want it to be, then I'm going to kick that out of there as well. If you guys know of someone who would be a good chat, you know, I'm, I'm picking low hanging fruit right now. I'm talking to my buddies and my, my pals and, and the people that I personally know that I am so blessed that I know guys like John who are killing it, that are just kicking ass. And, but there's more people out there and, and I'd love to expand my network and I'd love to expand the opportunity for other people to hear about kick assery and what this is all about. So jump on, kick me some ideas, guys. Keep rocking it out. We'll see you soon. Talk to you soon, John.